Letter 13 of Selected Letters of St. Jane Francis de Chantal. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Rosehip. Selected Letters of St. Jane Francis de Chantal by St. Jane Francis de Chantal. 13. To Sister Perron Marie de Châtel at Lyon. Viva Jesus. Annecy, January 1616. At last, my dearest daughter, I take up your letter to answer it as far as I am able. May the good God inspire me to say what is for his glory and your consolation. All the repugnances of which you speak, all your feelings, aversions, difficulties, are all to my judgment for your greater good, and you are bound not to yield to them. You should keep making resolutions every day to fight and resist them. Nevertheless, when you fall, say fifty times a day, never on any account be astonished or uneasy, but quite gently reproach yourself and take up again the practice of the contrary virtue, saying all the time words of love and confidence to our Lord, and saying them just as much after you have fallen into a thousand faults as if you had only fallen into one. Do not forget all we have said to you on this subject and practice it for the love of God, being assured that God will draw his glory and your perfection out of this infirmity. Never have a doubt on this point and bear up bravely and sweetly whatever happens. If sometimes you feel weak, cowardly, with no confidence in God, Compel your lips to utter words the very opposite to your feelings, and say them firmly. My Saviour, my all, notwithstanding my miseries and my distrust, I trust thee out and out, for thou art the strength of the weak, the refuge of the miserable, the wealth of the poor. In a word, thou art my Saviour who hast ever loved the sinner. Now these and like words, my dearest daughter, you can say, and though with neither devotion nor tears, yet with set purpose. Then pass on to divert your mind in some way, for the Almighty will not let you escape from his hand, which has so securely captured you. And do you not see how his sweet goodness comes to your succour in so striking and profitable a manner? I beg of you, Preserve the remembrance of the instructions you have received in the past and put them into practice whenever occasion occurs. When you feel the need of writing to me, write. I will always answer you promptly and with the truthfulness of a heart that is wholly yours. Be very careful to give good example. Fidelity and exactness in observance is, as you know, necessary for this, 
and also a well-ordered exterior, the basis of which depends on the practice of the presence of God. As far as you can quietly manage it, release yourself from household duties. I have already spoken to Sister about this, and you will, I think, find her of my opinion, for otherwise those for whom the charges are intended cannot be fittingly trained. Footnote Mother Marie Jacqueline Favre End of footnote Certainly, my love, I am altogether satisfied and consoled with your dear little mother who is with you. Everyone tells me how well she gets on, and what you yourself continue to write about her gives me increasing pleasure, for I know with what sincerity you speak. I trust in God that she will be one day a great and worthy servant of his, and that she will do good to many. She ought to steep herself evermore in humility and grow in resignation. Help her according to your little lights, and tell her simply in all truth what seems to you for her own good and for that of the house. God knows how sincerely I love her. I know her heart, and how she feels under obligation to you, while you are conscious that the obligation is on your side. I am well aware of the help and profit that I receive from my coadjutrix. Such is an inestimable blessing for superiors, who from the multiplicity of affairs cannot give sufficient attention to minor things which it is expedient should be remedied. Let me once more beg of you, my dear little Peron, to further in every way you can my desire that our dear sister's spirits are kept up, and without teasing her, have an eye to her health. Tell her frankly what is necessary, and see that she does it, for she ought to yield to you in this, just as you should obey her quite simply when she orders what she considers necessary for your health. You can humbly represent to her how much you feel able to do, but in such a way that she may have no reason to distrust or be displeased with you. It is better to exceed in charity than in labour, and for God's sake never give way to disquietude. Do everything you can to get well, for it is only your nerves. I must conclude, for I am feeling somewhat indisposed. A hundred thousand loves to all our dearest sisters, Indeed, with all my heart, I love your little flock. May their thoughts be ever set on their spouse, and may they hold intercourse with him like pure, sweet, simple, chaste doves. I embrace them all, big and little, lovingly and tenderly, in spirit, but above all do I embrace my well-loved Peron. His Lordship salutes you and loves you tenderly. Viva Jesus! End of letter 13